This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliet Goodrich. Hello, I'm Sarah Donji in tonight for Juliet. New concerns about crime in Oakland from some of the city's biggest employers. We learned the Kaiser Permanente is telling workers not to leave company buildings for lunch out of fear for their safety. And they're not alone. Our Dahlin has more on some Oakland-based corporations that are taking security matters into their own hands. From mom-and-pop restaurants to big businesses, everyone here is feeling the effects of crime. Kaiser is the latest and the largest employer in Oakland to sound the alarm. Kaiser Permanente owns multiple buildings in Oakland and employs thousands of workers. A company memo to downtown workers recommend they stay in their buildings during lunch and bring their own food or have it delivered. Robberies of Kaiser workers apparently led to the alert. I'll eat and walk around, do a few laps. Um, but, you know, after those memos, I'm like a little hesitant. Kaiser employee Daniel Rabino works at the medical center on Broadway. There's been a lot of break-ins in the garages over here. Cars have been set on fire, windows broken. His car now has a kill switch to prevent it from getting stolen. We have the, you know, the armed uh, security now, you know, walking around patrolling. They have a hotline. They call the hotline. They can get walked to the car or if they don't feel safe, you know, and have the security go with them. Other large Oakland corporations are doing something similar. Clorox and Blue Shield told CBS News Bay Area they now provide security guards to escort workers to BART, parking garages, and restaurants. Blue Shield of California said in a statement, we are providing various options for when they come into the office, including ride-sharing services, paid parking, and private security. The downtown looks like a ghost town, so it is very disheartening. Many people noticed downtown Oakland was very quiet on Friday during the lunch hour. They say while they understand why Kaiser is recommending workers to stay inside, they worry more restaurants will close. It's a very sad situation because people should be able to get out and smell the fresh air during lunchtime. I don't really agree with it. I'm not going to be too fearful to go out and get lunch. Kaiser released a statement saying Kaiser Permanente is committed to ensuring the safety and security of our employees and physicians across all of our locations. We continually monitor our environments for concerns, review our practices, and strengthen them wherever possible. While not everyone agrees with Kaiser's approach, most people agree Oakland is experiencing a public safety crisis. It's like the city has fallen off a cliff. When it comes to crime, it's just, it's, it's unhinged. Daniel says he supports his employer. It's never been this bad. It's, it's only getting worse. So hopefully it gets better. Kaiser says it's committed to Oakland. A spokesperson says its national headquarters will stay in Oakland. The mayor's office released a statement saying the city is, quote, making progress in addressing community safety in our business districts where many of Kaiser's facilities are located. At the end of last year, Oakland experienced significant reductions in property crime in business districts across the city, she said. All of this comes after In-N-Out announced it would be closing one of its restaurants close to the Oakland airport because of what they describe as rampant crime there. I want a dollar for every time I say that we are counting down to the <laughs> NFC championship. I would be rich, but it's true. This is where it's all going down. The 49ers will host the Detroit Lions at Levi's Stadium. We're still Two days out, but fans are already getting hyped. The stadium team store was busy today. Fans are stocking up on some new gear ahead of the big game. That's part of the 
charm of all of this. That included one man from Hollister who works for a local nonprofit. Part of Hope Services, we're bringing these guys here, first time here, um, do some shopping, some looking, and hopefully they'll come out and get some more 40, uh, 49er gear, some non-49er fans. Hopefully I'm trying to convert them to the 49er, the faithful. And then, uh, yeah, woohoo! No, no, no lines, no lines. What you buy today? Uh, we got the, oh, we're the first stuff. ones to get Chris. that shirt. <laughs> get your shirt. Your shirt. We hungry. We're ready for that six. We ready for that six. Did that guy really think he was going to convert a Lions fan who flew here? I don't know. Meanwhile, a bar in the city that's popular to watch all kinds of games is gearing up for what could be the busiest day of the year. That's Keysar Pub in the Hate, an old classic. Come Sunday, it'll be a sea of red and gold with probably some blue and silver in the mix as well. This will be the bigger game for us because most people have Super Bowl parties. So we expect to be packed here pretty early from um, an, early, an early hour on Sunday morning. We open early on Sunday morning. It's basically California versus the world. Um, I think Detroit's gonna put up a hell of a fight. So that seems to be the common sentiment. Most of the country is probably going to be cheering for the Lions. They've been such a losing team historically. Everybody loves an underdog story. Lions fans are starting to arrive into the Bay Area too. We caught up with some of them at SFO today. They weren't hard to spot. They told us they're excited to be here and their confidence in their team is high. This is, this is a real big one. It's uh, super exciting and I, and I think they can do it, man. The spirit in Detroit is next to none. I have a great feeling about it. I mean, it's, I, I'm hoping and expecting to see a lot of blue in the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their spirit will be high, but the Lions fans are going to get a shocking reminder that they are in Niner territory when they step out of the airport because SFO is lit up in red and gold. We would have it no other way, Matt Lively. Okay, we also want to know, mm -hmm. this was sort of the end of the road for practice. What's the good Niners news? Enlighten oh, us. It's really good. It almost feels like a win before the Niners even play this game. Debo Samuel officially will suit up and play in the NFC Championship game, something the Lions probably aren't very happy to hear. Debo was on the practice field as a full participant on Friday. There were a lot of nerves on Wednesday when he didn't practice with the team after injuring his shoulder last Saturday versus the Packers. Debo was concerned he potentially fractured his shoulder for the second time this season. It was kind of painful at the time, but as the week on, you know, like I just said, them doing a good job, getting all the pain away, getting all my motion and strength back, and I, I feel like they did an outstanding job. You play as physically as you do, but still trying to protect yourself. I ain't protecting nothing. Obviously, for him to be able to play, all of us are like, all right, you know, Debo brings some juice and energy, and, and we got his back, and, and so uh, obviously seeing him run around at practice and look good for us, it's like, all right, you know, it's on. That guy is so thrilled with this news, especially mm -hmm. after last week's mm -hmm. struggles against mm -hmm. the Packers. Earlier in the week, Brock Purdy said of Debo Samuel, he's probably the best playmaker in the NFL. So this is just huge to get him back for this game. No, it definitely is. I think we, people were very nervous about that. In Oakland, pro-Palestinian protesters painted Clay Street today with messages condemning the war in Gaza. This is right outside the federal building where a lawsuit was filed against the Biden administration over the war. And Makovic is here and has more on the international action taken in the Bay Area. This, this feels 
like a big deal. Yeah, this this certainly was. It was watched around the globe, this lawsuit against the United States government and President Biden seeking an emergency court order to stop what the plaintiffs call U.S. support for Israel's genocide. The suit was actually filed back in November, but today was its hearing in Oakland's federal court. It was filed by the Center for Constitutional Rights, representing Palestinian Americans who want to stop what they call the genocide of their people in Gaza. Outside of court, you can see supporters rallying to call for a ceasefire and to encourage U.S. politicians to do the same. We here in the Bay Area, Arab communities, Palestinian communities, and communities of all walks of life are coming to say no genocide uh, and no U.S. funding for Israeli war. Inside, there were two hours of testimony. The ruling is expected as soon as next week. Also today, the United Nations highest court ordered Israel to prevent acts of genocide, and it ruled that Israel must immediately take action to help move humanitarian aid into the Gaza Strip. The court stopped short of calling for an immediate ceasefire. In a statement, Israel's prime minister slammed the allegation of genocide against his country as, quote, not only false, he said that it is outrageous. So some of these are largely symbolic moves, mm -hmm. particularly mm -hmm. the case in Oakland, but mm -hmm. it certainly does make a statement, and they're trying everything they can to get the world's attention on what's happening. Right, right. I know so much disagreement over this, but so many people who feel that they must do something to call that out. And thank you so much. We are learning more about a plan to transform San Francisco's waterfront to protect it against rising sea levels. We broke news last fall that the ferry building is said to be elevated. But now we're talking about more than seven miles of the waterfront from Aquatic Park all the way to Fisherman's Wharf, the Embarcadero down to India Basin. The city would need to raise billions of dollars for flood barriers, seawalls, and a lot more than that. Washington is set to pay for 65 cents of every dollar spent. In some ways, we're like we're planting a tree. Future generations will enjoy, but we owe it to them. We owe it to them to make sure, to make sure we do this right. The massive undertaking is a goal of completion by 2040, but there are so many variables. A final report is due next year before a congressional vote the year before that. A large part of Palisade Ski Resort is blocked off while officers are looking into a park ranger who shot and killed a suspect there. Officials say a ranger tried to pull over a car involved in a carjacking in Tahoe City, ended up chasing it to Olympic Village Lodge at Palisades Tahoe. That's where they say the suspect got out of the car with a knife and the park ranger opened fire. This happened just two weeks after a deadly avalanche at the same resort. A 66-year-old man with Bay Area ties was killed. Three others were buried in the snow, but they were rescued and they were okay. Police recovered $10,000 worth of stolen cigarettes in the East Bay this week. Fremont police were responding to a call of a convenience store robbery Monday night. When they got there, the suspects took off, setting off a car chase that ended after the suspects crashed. Officers arrested all three people and found this pile of smokes in the trunk. Police said one of the suspects had a murder warrant out of Antioch. In San Francisco's Richmond district, Jay Chan's Sweet Mango is biting back after suffering multiple burglaries over the last few years. Thieves most recently made off with the cafe's ordering system for delivery apps a couple of months ago. But last night, look at this, business was booming. Thanks to an event called Bite Back, organized by nonprofit Deer Community, even the mayor showed up to support. Dear Community Bites Back, we started this program late last year, and it was in response to the ongoing vandalism that Asian American businesses were suffering. 
Dear community hosts fundraising events like these for victim break-ins. They say they got one tomorrow set up in the Tenderloin. If you are into kind of out there conspiracies, then good news. The 49ers will win this Sunday and advance to the Super Bowl. So the theory is that the official Super Bowl logo released before the season tends to predict the colors of the teams who will compete come February. It works when applied to the last two Super Bowls. Two years ago, the logo was orange and yellow, orange like the Bengals, yellow like the Rams. Then last year, Super Bowl 57, green for the Eagles, red for the Chiefs. And for Super Bowl 58, red and purple suggests the two teams hosting conference championships games this Sunday, maybe. And a reminder, we are your Super Bowl station. You can watch all the action on KPIX and streaming on Paramount Plus on February 11th. Thanks so much for watching. The news continues at 8 on PIX Plus or 44 Cable 12. I will see you back here at 11 p.m.